Welcome to Building the Future, hosted by Kevin Horick. With millions of listeners a month, Building the Future has quickly become one of the fastest rising programs with a focus on interviewing startups, entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, and more. The radio and TV show airs in 15 markets across the globe, including Silicon Valley. For full showtimes, past episodes, or to sponsor the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Vito Pelicano. He's the explorer of Wake the World at Tuthill Corporation. Vito, welcome to the show. How you doing? Yeah, I'm very well. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to have you on the show. I actually had Chad, one of your other team members on the show, to talk about the search for aliveness. And him and I had a good chat. And I thought, you know, what you guys are doing with the whole documentary and and whatnot is actually really quite fascinating considering you guys are a pretty large corporation and you're spending a ton of time effort money and resources on something that may or may not be core to a lot of big business in america but maybe before we get into all that stuff let's get to know you a little bit better and start off with where you grew up yeah i grew up in um uh, I, I grew up in Westchester, Illinois, which okay. is um, Very cool. a suburb outside of Chicago. Sure. Um, yeah, and I, we, later on, we moved to Downers Grove. I went to Downers Grove North and went to college out in the University of Montana. Okay. What, made, then, what um, did you go? What did you take in uh, university and why? I studied uh, wildlife biology. Okay. Interesting. I love, I, yeah, I love, uh, I love wildlife. I sure. love the outdoors, all that stuff. And then after that though, I got, I got a gig out in, um, LA for a little bit working, working with some audio and forensics audio and stuff like that. And then after that, I'm, I'm, yeah. And then I moved back to Chicago and I really loved web, you know, at that time, web design and development where sure. we're, you know, getting bigger and bigger. So I, I started getting myself involved with that, teaching myself all that stuff. And I landed a job at Tuzzle. They started out at Tuzzle, gosh, it's 12 years now already. Wow. Congrats, as a, man. As That's a web huge. developer programmer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So walk me through your career at Tuthill up until what you're doing currently. Okay, so I, as I said, I started out as a web developer programmer, um, sure. working for Chad. I always worked oh, for Chad. Oh, interesting. Okay. Very yeah, cool. he's been my boss from the beginning. <laughs> um, he's a great guy. Sure. He's a great guy. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I started out working there um, as the programmer. And then from there, we moved into branding, Chad and I. Um, okay. And during that time, so um, I think I'm getting the date right, around 2004, Okay. Before I started, um, they created Tudhill created this this thing called Conscious Company. Okay. Um, not to be confused with Conscious Company, the green, you know, going green. It was more about uh, well being, personal well being, and stuff like that. Okay. So with that, they they kind of rebranded themselves. Got a, you know, we we were one of my first projects was working on redoing the logo. Okay. Um, with Jay Tudhill and stuff like that. So we got into branding and this um vision mission values brand statement that um really showed that we're you know we're four people and stuff like that and during that time as it grew um 
we started, we worked with this company called Bright House to help find our purpose. Chad met them. It was a, it was a great initiative from Chad and the leadership team to get this started. Okay. And we developed what's called our purpose now, which is to wake the world. And that was, gosh, I want to say, I can't, I can't think of the date. Um, I can't think of the date offhand, but it sounds it like was, you guys were very early on in, in what you guys were doing with that though. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, nowadays now you hear all about purpose and all that stuff and we've been we've been up to that for quite a yeah, quite a like, while uh, you guys were it sounds like and you can correct me if i'm wrong about a decade early <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and it's uh and it's all because of the the owner i mean jay Tuthill is, is he's an amazing man i mean sure um he so, he he oh god no i was just gonna say like dive into him and what exactly Tuthill is so Tuthill is a manufacturing company. Um, they make like pumps, meters. But okay. The best way, every time I talk to people about what does Tuthill make, you know, people get curious. The best sure. thing I could do to describe it is, um, if, and you probably will see this after I tell you, if you look on the back of a pickup truck and you see a red pump called Philright, okay. Tuthill makes that pump. It's a oh, fuel right. transfer pump. Very cool. But that's like the only pump that's really outside the world that people see. Most of our pumps live inside of other systems and blowers and all that stuff. Okay. It's really cool. Um, really cool stuff. No, very cool. So I, I'm curious, though, how did the idea come to be to make a, um, a series around the search for aliveness? Because let's be honest here, most companies that are making – uh, or manufacturing companies would never fund or do something like the search for aliveness. Yeah, I mean that's uh, it's a it's an amazing story upon itself. So you know, let me let me go back to Jay for a minute. Sure. He, um, he back when he took over the reins of Todd Hill from his father. Okay. Um, I want I want to say around ninety two. He um. And I don't know what date he did this thing because I didn't start there yet. But sure. the, as the story goes, is he asked his employees to review him. Okay. And once he got the reviews, yeah, he, that's he, pretty he ballsy. Reviews, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so he's a, he's like I said, he's an amazing man. He's a sure. full of heart. So he got this feedback, and the um, he could tell the story so much better than me. No, it's but all good, he got man. this feedback, and uh, he and instead of like just putting it aside or anything like that, he um, went out and saw a, and met with a, a life coach, like a coach, a, okay. a personal wellness developer. And sure. he loved so much what it did for him and the awarenesses that it created for him and bettering himself and to be more authentic, you know, and all that stuff that he, he opened up his heart and he wanted to share this with the Tut Hill employees. Wow. Right? That's huge. So, oh, it's, it's huge. So, he created this department, um, well, the whole title, you know, Tom Carmazzi is the CEO. They all work together and created this department called uh, Awaken You, which okay. is called now. But there was this, uh, it was back then it was called Radical Leadership that they worked with the life coach for okay. with. And um, they did these uh, retreats and all this stuff to help build all the way from top bottom, right? It, it's not just the leaders at Todd Hill. It's because in Jay's eyes, everybody's a leader. It doesn't matter the hierarchy, right? Everybody's got something and some potential to, to share. So sure. I'm, I'm telling you, this guy is amazing. And um, so 
he, he started having these retreats at the, you know, coming out of his pocket, just building up employees and stuff like that. And later down the line, which now I said, um, we created the wake the world department that Chad and I are in with, uh, okay. two new ladies. Um, we're spreading our, 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 you know, our word outside the four walls. We want to, we want to explore more. Okay. Hence my title, right? Sure. Explore yeah. more of, um, of the outside, not just within our four walls. So as we created this new department, they asked um, for some projects that how could we do that? How could we get our four, outside of four walls? And I, I love film. I love, I did a documentary, one documentary in the past. Okay. And uh, I really wanted to do it. And I, you know, when you watch commercials nowadays, I know I'm kind of going on ramp. No, no, when you it's watch good. Commercials I love nowadays, it. You, you, you see, you know, a lot of this purpose stuff and it's all like, you know, be your best self. Yeah. By this company. You know what I mean? And, and it always felt it was a good message, but it always felt um, not not very authentic. Right. I know sure. that they're coming from a good place, but it just didn't feel that way. So I wanted to create a documentary that would get that upfront thing. That's what episode one is, is who we are and why sure. we're doing it and all that stuff. But really dive into the people in the world outside in the world. You know, we're not we're not trying to do this to sell pumps. We're actually trying to do this to better people's lives and to mix our product with this felt icky you know it just didn't sure. feel right because it sure. has nothing to do with our products it has to do with each one of our hearts and like i said this this you know when you when you say that this is something that most manufacturing companies do no no one does yeah it's almost unheard. Well, there that, no company does to be fair right yeah yeah and i mean it's all you know with the willingness of the touch hill as a company and Tuttle as the person to allow us to get out there and do this, you know, and invest in and believe in, in me and my, in, in the team to go and do this. So it's fantastic. Sure. No, that's awesome, man. So walk me through, I, I just watched episode one actually right before we recorded, but for people that haven't heard of the search for aliveness, what exactly is the documentary about? And walk us through the stuff that people will uh, experience while watching the different episodes of the documentary. Okay, so you know, high level, sure. You know, there's this universal truth, right? That okay. you know, everybody doesn't matter who you are, race, whatever, religion. We're all on this journey to live a most fulfilled life, right? Sure. And with aliveness, we. We're, we're calling it aliveness because the whole spectrum of things that 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 fill in this 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 uh, void or whatever you want to call it, okay, um, that people might feel. Sure. So the documentary is going out exploring different perspectives of different type of people all over. You know, we went to Africa, we went to Mexico, Very we're cool. we're beating around the states. We're talking to uh, to thought leaders in the space of aliveness, like motivational experts. Huh? Sure. We just got done uh, interviewing Tim Kelly, who wrote the book on uh, True Purpose. Very cool. So we're, we're, we're trying to get all these different perspectives of, you know, people in the space and just regular people, you know, just like me, you and I, you know. Sure. So it's to g gather all this stuff. And there, our goal is, as, as we talk with these people, is to kind of present these ingredients. We're calling it the recipe for aliveness, right? Okay. And then we're going to have all these ingredients inside there, which are different things that people could try to live a more fulfilled life, you okay. know, even, you know, just key golden nuggets out of all these interviews that we could say, Hey, you know, try this or do this. So just to kind of 
boost everybody up, get everybody motivated to live that true authentic life. No, very cool. So I'm curious though, because when I talk to Chad and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, you guys are talking to people obviously from different parts of the world, but you're also talking to people from different economic backgrounds and status. So you're talking to people that um, probably a lot of people would consider less fortunate and then people that are very fortunate and everywhere in between. But is there common threads between the conversations that you guys have had with these guests? Because at the core level, we're all the same, right? And at least that's what I believe. And the only really distinguishing factor in a lot of cases is that weird number inside of bank account, right? Some is higher than others, obviously. Some has a weird, you know, negative number in front of some people's bank account numbers because they're in debt and others have astronomical amounts of money. But it seems to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong again, that money and happiness don't really, and, and aliveness in your case, I guess, really tie together. But I'm curious to know if freedom and kind of money and, and and all that stuff, what have you learned from actually doing this from the the different people you've talked to? That's a long question. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a great question. And to answer that, I'd love to uh, answer it with a story of an interview we just got back from in Africa. All right. So hopefully this will this will uh, shed some light on it. Okay. So as we're in Africa, we we uh, we interviewed different people, some on Ubuntu and some on a a teacher, a teacher at a a hope school. It's a ministry. Right. But we came across a story that I had to grab. I just had it. It it just was calling me. And um, uh, the guy that was out there helping us find these interview candidates, because we, we told him we were looking for somebody maybe that has disabilities or something like that, right? Okay, sure. And we came across a dual interview with, and the story is amazing, but I don't want to ruin it on this interview. So sure, I'm gonna kind sure. Of sum it up. Yeah, sure. Um, we found, well, he found a girl. She's 15 now. She's okay. blind. When she was born, okay. she was uh, thrown into a latrine by her mother. What is that? Sorry, and for I know people that don't know what that a latrine is. is like where you, where you go potty, you know. Okay. Uh, where, where you do your business. Sure. So when she was when she was born, her mom threw her in a latrine and left her to die. Wow. As she was laying in that latrine, I know this is going to get a little graphic to the, the listeners, but it, it will shed some light on it. Sure. Maggie ate her eyes, and wow. she became blind. She Crazy. was left for dead. Um, a late an older lady that came to use the restroom. Uh, heard the baby in, in, in the latrine called the fire department, all that stuff. So fast forward ahead. She, she's a happy little girl and they have nothing. They're very, very poor. I mean, her, I think of a small bedroom. That's sure. her whole house. Wow. Right. No kitchen, no, 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 anything like that. And you, you guys, you know, the listeners will see a little bit of that and uh, on the video. Sure. But when you speak with her, you know, it's about she, things that show up are like connections. She has a friend that has um, cerebral palsy. That's her best friend. And and wow. she and she has a great story on, on her own that worked herself up with the help of her mother and in the community to 
get her educated and stuff like that, you know, yeah. and she loves listening to that and listening to stories and stuff like that. But when you listen to this girl and you listen to her yeah. aliveness, her aliveness shows up as seeing as she loves telling stories. She is inspired to want to learn and learn how to read and write and do and And there's all this stuff that has nothing to do with money. You know, I sure. mean, there needs to yeah. be money for her to, in order to do that kind of stuff. Sure. But it's not, it's not down in her at all. And, and the, it's amazing, amazing girl, amazing interview. Um, it was something that was doubtful front because of the, the negative, you know, sure. negativity or surrounding her story. But I'm so glad that we were able to capture it. And, totally. and now we'll be able to share it with you guys. Yeah. No, is that, that answer your question? No, I, 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 I think that's, <laughs> yeah, I know it. It's crazy because, well, it, it sounds, I, well, it sounds terrible to say, but obviously everybody in life goes through um, highs and low points. And you think about, you know, my, I think about like my lowest point where I'm like, you think you're at rock bottom. And then you hear stories where people overcame something um that almost makes your story sound kind of irrelevant, right? And exactly, <laughs> right? And you're just like, "Wow, like, is it? It was, was what I was going through at the time really that bad, right?" To when you compare it to <laughs> stories like that, right? So, but right. but I'm curious to dive a little bit deeper into some of that stuff because, for me, what I love about doing the show is working on my own fear of public speaking, talking to people like yourself and others that just decided to go for it one day. So what have you learned or what is it, what is doing the documentary made you reevaluate in your own personal life? Oh, wow. It's a, that's a great question. So I, I deal with, I have, um, similar, right? Confidence issues. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm nervous right now. Um, even talking to you, um, all those kind of things, but really stretching yourself and taking those risks and getting out there. And I have this perfectionism, right? I mean, okay. as I was editing sure. episode one and throughout this whole production, like I told you, I, I made one film prior. It was a documentary, um, a short, like 30 minutes sure. prior to this. So my experience level in this is, is not, not high. Right. But sure. I had, I have to, I have to put myself out there and take these risks yep. and let go of some of these perfectionism, you know, and yep. I got great feedback from Jay Tuttle and, and Chad about letting go of that. There's a difference between perfection and excellence, right? And sure. I just yep. do the best I can get it out there and hope that that message comes across clearly to people. And that's, that's the biggest <laughs> thing. So, you know, I, through this whole thing, I mean, the amount of emotions that I went through just uh, creating this and, and getting this thing together and, and the confidence level within myself that I needed to have um, has taught me so much so far. I mean, and we're, we're just getting started. So, I mean, the learnings I'm going to get out of this whole thing is going to be ridiculous. Um, but with that, can I type out, can I real quick, because you said something that was really key. And when you said aliveness, most people think of aliveness equals happiness, right? Sure. That's what, that's what you said. Yeah. Well, and that's, so that's one of the things that we're exploring is this whole realm of human emotion. Okay. And the, the team that um, came up with this um, 
I don't know if you want to call it framework methodology of aliveness or whatever. Yeah. They came up with five key characteristics that we're exploring to see if there's anything new that comes out or okay. dive deeper in each of them. Sure. And I'll just let me just go through each one of them. Of so course, sure. The um, the five are the purpose, right? What do you okay. want in life? Or what do you want to do in life? Uh, connection, connection with people, connection with nature, uh, energy. That could be what you eat, or that could be your motivation. That could be all sorts of things, right? Yep. Um, what's the other one? Uh, but, but, but present engaged, right? Being present and engaged, being sure. in the moment, like right now, not, you know, not me surfing the web as I'm talking to you, You're just being real present in the moment. And then there's that thing that I want to talk about, which is the full ring of emotions. We're using this acronym called uh, SASHAY. Okay. Um, and it's, it stands for sad, angry, scared, happy, excited, tender. But what it does is it's really encompassing all the all the emotions that we have, right? Sure. And happy is just one of them. Yep. And through this uh, this Awaken You team, you know, that's exploring this stuff, they're saying, no, I mean, you could find aliveness grieving. You could find aliveness, you know, in your sad moments, in, in your tender moments, and all sorts of different moments in your life. Sure. And, what most people do is, you know, that bad, icky feelings, people kind of numb those, you know, with whatever way they can, you know, could be, um, you know, just totally ignoring it. And, you know, you ever hear that story, I work hard, so I don't have to sit there and think, you know, or people <laughs> yeah, that even go to the, right. Or people that go even to the extreme of uh, drugs or, yeah. you know, things like that to numb themselves from those emotions, but really living into those and, and, and diving deep into those emotions are very important to aliveness too. No, I, I think that's great, man. But I'm curious because we've talked about this a handful of times throughout the show so far is like you and I clearly are doing these things to push ourselves out of our own personal comfort zones. But for people that are still struggling with that, you and I a few years ago, what made you actually decide to just start and go for it one day? courage that's the only that's the one word that stands out for me okay finally get that courage to take that but how did you get that courage how did you get that what was the like straw that broke the camel's back to just do it that is help with uh friends and family i mean there's all sorts of different things that we're going to explore throughout this documentary how to build that courage right sure um the connections you make in life the people that you surround yourself with you know, you, you, you got to surround yourself with people that are going to help motivate you, not bring you down. You know, this all those kind of things to build that courage within you to take that first step. And 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 to know that you're going to make mistakes along the way. Sure. You're going to learn from them, but you got to just, you know, it's all, all these things that we always hear, you know, knock the dust off, get back in the game. You know, it's just all these things that we hear, but we got to really live into it. And for me, it was that courage, that, that step was taking that risk and being like, sure. it's okay, you know. If, if, this, if this documentary doesn't work out, if it only gets seen by two people, sure. But if it affected two people's lives in a good, positive way, I still won. Yeah. So I mean, totally. I don't have to. Totally. You know, I don't have to worry about all that stuff. You know, and I have the support. You know, and that was the other thing that support, right? Of, sure. Of the people, I have. A, I have the support of this company to go after this. Right. You know, if I didn't have that support and I was worried that my job was online because yeah, if I didn't do a good job or didn't get the numbers or get this, you know, all those kind of things that get these worriers and doubts in. Yeah. You know, I don't, ha- I, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to not have those worries. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, courage, man. I mean, however, however you can find it, and hopefully like 
through this documentary and things that I say will, will inspire people to just take that, take that risk and get up there and, and just do it. No, I a hundred percent agree. And the crazy thing to me before I actually took the leap to start working on improving myself and, and getting over my own fears around whatever it is, was I remember reading something and it sounds really, really stupid to say it is anybody that's ever done what they ever want to do in life decided to just go for it one day whatever that means and it sounds really stupid but name the most famous person or the person you most idolize on the planet for better or worse just decided to go for it one day and they don't care about the haters and if anything and all i can say is like the haters should almost motivate you to prove them wrong Whatever that means. And you can't let – because there's people that will tell you, ah, that's stupid, or you'll never make money at that, or you can't be successful at that. But it, it's like your idea of success will be different than my idea of success. And success doesn't always necessarily mean financial. It might. It might not. It might mean It might mean you want a 1,000 people to see the search for aliveness. That could be success for you. It might you might want ten people to see the search for aliveness, right? It, or in your case, it might be like you mentioned a few minutes ago. If one person sees it and it changes their life, that's success in your eyes, right? That has nothing to do with oh, I need I needed to make a uh, million dollars, right? Like it has nothing to do with that potentially for whatever that means. So when people are chasing their dreams or passions, and you can tell me your thoughts on this is they just need to figure out what their success is to them. Is that fair to say? Have you found that while doing the documentary? Oh, yeah, I would totally agree with it. I would totally agree with it. Um, like you said about the even one person. I told this to Chad okay. um, as, as we were talking. I'm like, you know, you know, because we were having conversations about this whole thing because it's sure. so huge and sure. so out of our realm that we're, you know, we get nervous this sometimes. But I, I told him once, I said, if if the documentary never gets seen okay never gets seen sure but the connections that we made along the way creating this documentary me talking to you all these kind of things that happen to me that is a success sure right just getting out there and just and talking and just sparking little aliveness bubbles everywhere as they were called you know yeah um just sparking all this stuff to me that's a success i mean sure so and, and the other thing is, is if you like you were saying about passion right if your passion is justified and it's good yeah you're never gonna lose yeah you can never you never have to worry because if it's from your heart and it's for the for the well-being of of an uh, individual or the community or the world how are you gonna lose how you know and yeah. haters i wouldn't even i don't even think about haters at all i never even worry about people that won't like the show or don't like uh, what it's about because I, I don't even worry with that because it's not for them, you know? Yeah. But sure. if they get, imagine if a hater did watch it and it sparked a little bubble inside of them. Hey, yeah. I'm, you know, oh well. well. And maybe it gets it's them awesome. to reconsider their stance on it, right? Right. You right. never know. Or think about yeah. anything differently, really. Really, yeah. I mean, it, it's so good and it's, so, it's, su- it's such a, a good vibe um, project. Sure. That I, it, it, I, I can't. I can't even look at a negativity of it anymore. 
you know, I had my worries up front and things like sure. that, but now getting past it, you know, how, how could I, how could I worry about that? No, I, I think that's really good advice, man. But I want to dive a little bit deeper into the types of content that you guys are going to cover in the episodes. Do you know how many episodes there potentially will be? Is this going to be ongoing? And and what types of topics do you guys talk about in the different episodes? Yeah, so like um, we're going to do episodes. We're going to try to pump them out each month. Okay. Um, starting with the, the the end of this month, March 31st will be the second episode will be released. February is hard to get one out because I was traveling. I was in Africa and, and running around. So I'm, you know, I'm also editing this. So right. a lot of time was involved in this. So, but we're going to try to get one out each month for remainder of this year and see how it goes wow. from there. Maybe even, you know, if things go well, I, I could maybe even get a couple out. I don't know. You know, it, it, wow. it's the best and hard as I can to get them out. I would like to do sure. um, for the topics, like you were saying, so we're highlighting each one of the uh, each one of the interviewees. So episode two will just be about one person. It'll be the episode two is going to be Jim Peterick. He's the guy that co-wrote um, "I Had a Tiger." You know sure. that song, "I Had a Tiger." Yep. yep. Yeah. So that, that's going to be him and all the little golden nuggets and ingredients that come out of his his talk with Chad. So sure. that's going to be episode two. Um, episode three, I don't I don't want to say that just yet, just in case something changes. But he'll Fair be enough. highlighting each one. And as we go through these interviews, you know, some, none of them are duds, right? But some sure. might be um, shorter or longer than others, depending on the content that we're able to pull from each one, right? Fair and enough. some might be a merger of, of, of a few interviews to just get some length or some context around it. Yeah, we're really, we're really working flexible in this. I, when I first, when I first created this idea and came up with the concept, I had these episodes all laid out, like, I want to cover this, this, sure. and this. But what we found along the way, because we're not doing this, the, we're not doing this the typical right way of creating a documentary where you film the whole thing and come back in the dark room and start editing. We're, right. we're doing it as, as we go. Sure. Um, we have to be flexible. And we're finding that it's okay because we're still going to cover all the points that came out of that original concept. Uh, it's gotcha. just going to show up differently. So, you know, let go of being, looking good, right? Let sure. go of that and just have the courage and, and do that. So that's where we're at. No, that's interesting. And I think the other thing, too, is, and I, I would say this about the show, is depending on the person's age and how much experience they have in in life and or an industry obviously dictates how much content you can put in an episode, right? Because in your case, somebody that's maybe in their teenage years may or may not be able to fill a full episode, right? But somebody that's, you know, been around maybe in their 40s or 50s obviously could probably fill a lot more content just because they have a lot more life experience and, and things to talk about. And I'm not saying one's better or worse than the other. It's just the reality of things. Have have you found that? Um, not, well, we haven't had, te- well, we had a couple teenagers where we talked to and some um young kids, you know, okay. as we were in Mexico and Africa and stuff like that, we did some exercises around aliveness and, yep. and yeah, we found some core things that came out of it. Um, a lot of the kids went to passion versus purpose, right? Uh, okay. Passion is what you, what you enjoy doing purposes sure. that, that, that really, um, Tim, Tim will say it better, but that really, that, that community working with another, you know, helping build, helping somebody else out is what, what purpose usually comes out of. Um, sure. 
they're yeah, not jaded they, they yet, like, right? I, I, <laughs> no, I like soccer. I like fishing. I like the, you know, like they'll say things like that, you know, sure. and music, all sorts of things. But, you know, there is key moments that even me as an, as an adult learns from these children that we talk to, right? Just seeing how they act, interact with each other, um, things sure. like that. So there's still quite a, quite a lot of learning in between. And you're right. Some might be shorter. Some of these episodes or some of these things might even not even make it to an episode, but might be a vignette on our, on our Facebook page. Right. Gotcha. So what we're doing is our distribution, cause we're not on Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. God, I, I wish maybe right. they'll see it and want to get season two out there. Maybe one day, but um, maybe one day, but um, I'm not even going to worry about that. Sure. <laughs> but how we're distributing it is through uh, Facebook and YouTube. And if people follow that, they'll be able to see all these little clips and videos and things that, uh, along the way, our whole journey throughout this whole production. Sure. No, I, I think that's that's great, man. It's interesting, right? Because you're right. You get you can get a really interesting perspective from uh, people sometimes a lot younger than you and just – because it sounds bad, but like they're not jaded yet, and I don't necessarily mean that in a bad sense. But no, I get they, it. Yeah. They just see things. They don't see the weird red tape in an industry because they haven't worked in that industry. They're just like, well, that doesn't make sense because of this. And then you start having the conversation you're like, well, it's because of this, this, and this. But if you step back and you actually think about their comment, you're you're a lot of times you're you're very much like. Yeah, you're right. And I can't believe I never thought of it like that, right? Have you had those right. moments? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, sorry to interrupt. Go no, on. no, oh, it's what? great. Keep going. Oh, so you were you were saying, have I seen that through through the kids and um, the people that I've interviewed? So yeah. Far, that we've interviewed? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, let's see, what would be a, a good one? Um good one well it was with kids like you said a lot of it came back to passion okay. but when you see their passion behind it um it could all the passion could lead to their purpose right sure um, interesting whatever yeah. that might be but seeing that innocence in, in in the kids eyes and just living in in the moment right whatever that might be i mean um gosh going back to africa africa stood out to me quite a bit i can but imagine kids, you know they That's... they they have they have close to nothing, you know, and they don't have TV. Yeah. They don't have all those distractions that we have nowadays. Right. Yep. And, you know, during their lunchtime at school that we went to, they get a, they get a, a portion of lunch, okay. but not only do they get this portion, they have to share it with another student that oh, they wow. might either not know, or they might, yeah, off the same plate with their hands. Wow. Right. I didn't know that. So at look all. at that. Think of the building of, a of, uh, of a person right there you're sharing a plate of food with somebody every day for lunch as a child you know you're you're person-to-person interaction you don't get that in these schools where you could go sit at another table or be alone you know you have to be with someone and go through it so i mean just learning visually watching these kids without them even having to speak we're getting a ton of um a ton of lessons you know lessons in life yeah. Wow. That's actually got to be quite fascinating. Is there any other things that you've noticed that we take for granted in North America? Oh, wow. All right. So, all right. Hmm. Let me think of 
create all right so creativity pops up right that was my laptop i apologize no problem uh creativity pops up okay and so you know you you i don't know about you personally i think you're very creative because of what you're up to but there's a lot of people out there that would, might not call themselves creative because they look at creativity as art form right sure. yep but but if you look at a customer support representative yep right someone that's answering phones or getting on there that individual has to be creative. They have to create what they're going to say in a perfect way that's going to spark um, support back from the individual on the other line. They have to be really creative in sure. their mind to get their message across. So everybody has creativity. And it's one thing that's, that, that really popped out throughout this whole thing is this whole creation, creation of what you want in life and yep. creation on your job, creation in, in everything. So when I was talking to you about those five points, you know, and yep. this is something that I'd love to go back to at some point with the AU team and see where creativity falls in, because as I see it, it falls into connection. It falls into purpose. It falls into present engagement. It touches all these different things. And I'm wondering, is that a actual, if you look at a lightness in the middle of the circle, and then you got the five around it, does creativity then wrap around all those five? You see what I mean? So yeah, totally. there's some real cool things that are popping out. And that's, that's why we're out exploring this to see what all these little things pop out as we go through this process. Well, and the thing that I've always found fascinated about uh, creativity, and, and you can tell me your thoughts on this, is I think everybody's creative. And it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be even good at something you enjoy, but if you enjoy something that relieves stress or you can just kind of mellow out and you can just have a good time and forget about all of the the good and bad in your life and just enjoy the moment for 30 minutes or an hour. And I'll, I'll give you the perfect example for me is I haven't done it in a long time and I, I should is just like oil painting on canvas. I'm a terrible painter. Like I will not show anybody anything I've ever painted because it's awful, in my opinion. But it doesn't matter <laughs> because, like, I enjoyed the 45 minutes that I got to just listen to music, paint whatever I wanted to paint, and let the canvas dry and tuck it in the corner of the basement. And Oh, maybe... my God. It's so funny that you're bringing this up, too. I just... I got a goosebump moment. No, right. I've been keep going, man. I, I, we, we, I don't own a TV, right? Okay, so any, interesting. Any digital stuff. We I stream now, right? I get sure. it on my on my sure. tablet or computer through sure. YouTube, whatever. I've been getting into Bob Ross videos lately. Sure, awesome. No, there's that's awesome, man. Right? I I love Bob Ross. As you're saying that, I'm thinking in my head about those happy mistakes and, the, and those key things that he says throughout his episodes. That, man, I wish I could talk to him. Uh, all those key things that he brings up, and there is no mistakes. And, and you know, and he talks about the imperfections and all these kind of things that you're talking and describing. You should put your have the courage to put your artwork out there. Just put it out there. Yeah, you're, you're, well, you're right. I I should right. <laughs> the other thing too that's interesting about that is. My day job, I work uh, on the design side at, at a startup, um, and it's interesting because some of the best stuff that I've ever come up with happened by you miss mouse click or you drag the wrong layer by accident, and you're like, oh, that's actually really cool. Let's go with that. And right? 
Like, yeah, and it's those like happy accidents that he talks about. Well, he used to talk about all the time, right? And right, and like the fear of that, or it, that's actually really quite fascinating. I'm, I, it's interesting that that tied to something personally for you. But it, it's, I, I think the thing is, and what I'm trying to get by having you and Chad on the show is, people just need to go for. Whatever they've been trying to think about going for, for a period of time, right? And I'm just tired of people not going for it. Because now that I've been going for it myself for the last few years, it feels so much better and relief that I'm doing it. I'm not doing it as great as I would like to do it, but that doesn't matter. And just accepting the fact that it's going to be 60%, 80% of what I want it to be is better than 0% of not going for it. Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, and it yeah, and it sounds like you're following your purpose, you know, your purpose and passion tie together and it sounds like you're following it and that's that's super key and and look at both you and I. I'm not a millionaire. Neither am I, trust me. <laughs> if, if, if somebody hears my story, sure, they're going to be like, oh, I can never do it. It's un, un, unattainable to me because I can't. Well, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm not nobody. I'm somebody. But you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just a regular person just going for it, like you said, just yep. doing it. You know, you, <laughs> my, my, my Nike plug right there. Just do it. Just get, yep. you know, put it out there and, and see what happens. And if you love what you do, it's not going to, it won't matter to anybody else, but you, you know, yeah. and the people that it's going to matter to is the people that you want involved and want surrounded, want you surrounded by, you know, hundred percent agree, man. I, I think that's, that's really great, but we're kind of coming to the end of the show. So let's close with mentioning where people can get more information about Tuthill and uh, the search for aliveness. Okay, so we have our own dedicated webpage, which is the, the search for aliveness.com that they could go and watch the episodes and, um, and to see things. We got a cool little thing out there where you could create your own recipe, your own ingredient, right? So right, cool. you click on recipe, you could type in, I feel alive when I blah, 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 right? And you could share it on Facebook, all that stuff. It's a fun sure. little, little well, thing. Well, you guys are posting but those on we, your website, right? It looks like. Right. We, yeah, we yeah. post them on the website and, and from time to time we'll post them on our social media sites. Sure. Um, Instagram is our followers. Our following on Instagram is short right now. We got to we got to work on that. Sure. But uh, Facebook is doing really well, and that's where we're putting a majority of our content, including the episodes, but will be released on there. So if you just okay. go to Facebook and search for the search for aliveness, sure. you'll see our our little pop up uh, right there, and then um, YouTube as as well as the channel the search for aliveness. So that's the two two three places that you can go and find our content. Very cool, man. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time of your day to be on the show. And I look forward to keeping in touch with you and have a good rest of your day, man. You too. It was great talking to you. Thank you. Thanks very much. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community, sign up for our newsletter, or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com and keep building the future.